Hello, and welcome to Blonde Moments Podcast. My name is Melinda Collins. And I'm Gina Fogey. And I'm extra stinky today. Same seas. <laughs> we both had to record today, and we were fresh out of the gym. Mm-hmm. No I, time to shower. I mean, so. I, I did do the washcloth on the coochie and the pits, but we are practicing social distancing because we think we stink, so. Yeah, I <laughs> did not... Uh, <laughs> That's what you're just going to have to leave your arms down. Yeah, I'm just extra stanky. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should keep like baby wipes or something so I can at least wipe down my pits. <laughs> Deodorant. <laughs> I'm sorry, you got nothing today. I'm just... So luckily this podcast isn't in smell-o-vision. Yeah. When, don't they call that a whore's bath when you just wash mm-hmm. your vagina and your pits? There's a lot of slang terms for that, too. Why do they call it a whore's bath, though? I'm confused. Because in between customers. Oh, you're wiping yourself. Yeah, you're not going to take a full shower. You just clean your dirty bits. But why the pits? Why are the pits getting Because you're sweaty. So... You're having sex. I mean, not if it's a lazy fucker. Yeah, well, I know all about that. <laughs> True story, though, when I was in hygiene school, one of my friends, her name's Jenny, she's Puerto Rican, and she, when we were in clinic, we were so nervous, we would sweat, and you're wearing, you had to wear a shirt, your pants, sock shoes, and then you'd have this lab coat, and then you had on, you know, your big goggles, your mask, all this stuff, and then you're freaking scared all day long that you're going to do something wrong. Or fail or yeah, whatever. So you yeah. are so sweaty. And our class, our clinic, I think was like eight to 10 hours long. I don't remember. So when we would break for lunch, whatever, we would be at our lockers and you just touch up deodorant, whatever. But my friend Jenny was so sweaty. She's like, I need some perfume. And she's just spraying underneath her armpits and everything. And I go, I've never witnessed a real Puerto Rican doing a Puerto Rican shower. And we were laughing hysterically because that's just like another... Another nickname. Mm-hmm. Now that I don't know why it's called that. Why do they give us so many nicknames? <laughs> the fuck? I don't know. I'm stinky. It's fine. Everything is fine. Everything is stinky. So if we both stink, we kind of like two negatives equal a positive. Yeah. Is that what we're rolling with today? Yeah, I always feel bad for people when they're like dressed up like in nice attire, like a man, you know, in a nice like shirt and... You just see sweat stains mm-hmm. like all the way down to his belt practically. Like, you know that sucks. Mm-hmm. That that person is self-conscious about it for sure. The other day we went grocery shopping and, you know, we're wearing masks. Mm-hmm. This man smelled so freaking bad I could smell him through, through the, my mask. mask. Oh, no. And I'm like, dude, like I just want to go take a bucket of soapy water and dump it over his head. I'm like, if you smell that bad, I can smell you through, through my the mask. mask. Yes. Mm, sir? There's this one person that always comes into the restaurant and he needs some dental work done. Mm. And you can smell his rotting teeth like through the mask too. And it's gross. The bacteria (laughs) that causes that smell is the same that's in feces. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's what you're smelling. Yeah. I can smell it through the mask. Rotten dead poop. And originally when we, you know, we have to wear masks at work, I was like, whoo, who won't smell this particular person's breath anymore? I'm like, (laughs) 
fucking forget that. I can still smell it mm-hmm. <laughs> through the mask. That is periodontal disease, and that smell sticks with you. Oh, yeah. it's You can smell it for sure. When I'd work on those patients, sometimes you'd have to give them anesthetic because they'd have so much buildup on their tooth or if you're extracting or whatever. So a lot of times you'd use a topical anesthetic before you do the in- injection. Mm-hmm. And the only topical anesthetic that we had at that particular moment was cherry so then it's like (laughs) cherry cherry feces feces death smell and i could like trigger that at any moment that smell yes so brush and floss Mm -hmm. if it's been a while go to the dentist we've seen it all i guarantee your mouth isn't the nastiest thing we've ever seen don't be embarrassed we are happy that you are there so we can make you better I fucking live at the dentist practically, so I know my shit is good. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had some very bad dental work done in Florida, so Uh-oh. I had to have oral surgery to fix it, and, you know, it's a process, but yeah, I live there. Hi, Dr. Laska. I'm doing <laughs> in well. In case you're listening. <laughs> Thanks for being the best. Well, I want to switch gears a little bit. Wanna- no, no, no. I'm going to fucking stop you okay. right there. Stop me. Because I want to talk about the disgusting fucking thing that you sent me last night. Okay. Last night, while I was just <laughs> relaxing at home, enjoying a quiet, peaceful evening, my friend here sends me the most and you all know it takes a lot to fucking gross me You know out. what? I feel like when I'm editing, the last like four episodes, I have been able to gross you out. Well, you're on a fucking roll. I am. Okay. I love it. She sends me a video of a woman eating what appears to be a penis. It looks like a, like a clamshell with a like a brown penis coming out of it is what it looks like. Well, and at first she's just waving the fucking thing around. I'm like, please don't eat it. But please it's don't moving bite it. on its please own, don't isn't eat it? it? It looks like it. Of course she fucking just bites the head of this thing off. I'm like, Hurgh! well, she dips it in something first too, some uh, like reddish. God, it looks like it looks like hot Cheetos that have been like crushed up and they're on a plate. And she's like rolling this like dick thing around it, and then of course bites it. The thing starts squirting. Yeah, it's. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> well, okay. I said to you, if I have to see this, you have to see it too. Yeah, thanks for that. So I have to look it up. I'm like, what the fuck is this thing that this woman is eating? And she's Asian, so I don't know what specific language it is. So she is talking to probably describing what it is. It's it's disgusting. So it is actually a gooey duck. That's oh. how it's pronounced, but oh it's spelled G-E-O-D-U-C-K, so it looks like geoduck. It is a large clam okay, native to the Pacific Northwest, and it is gross. <laughs> yeah. It's gross because of all the juices that come out of it. Like, uh, I, I like clam. I've never eaten it raw like that. I don't like clams. But I like them, but if I was chewing... Or biting into something and all of that juice came out of it. (laughs) Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Yuck. So it says it's difficult to make it two seconds into a discussion of a gooey duck without somebody mentioning its resemblance to male genitalia. Yes, Mm -hmm. it looks like a giant penis. Mm -hmm. (sighs) (laughs) You look pleased yet displeased. 
This article says the gooey duck looks like the grotesque, wrinkled schlong of a deformed hippopotamus. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what? That's very specific. <laughs> you know what? I don't know what a hippopotamus dick looks like. I don't like, either. But... Here comes another episode Here... of... <laughs> You know what? I feel like you should Google it while we're... I'm on it. ...reading this article. I'm on it. (laughs) Okay. So, Jonathan Swift famously said that it was a brave man who first ate an oyster, (laughs) but that somebody doesn't hold a candle to whoever first ate a gooey duck. Presumably, they were either starving to death and happened to be three feet underground at low tide or had a morbid sense of curiosity and didn't mind getting squirted in the face. Because, yes, did we mention that they spurt, which we just discussed? Yes. You you pulled up a hippopotamus dick now, haven't you? I I have, and that is an accurate description. Let me see this. Gosh well, darn it. Let me see this. Okay. It looks oh, like a, a root. God. Like a root of a turnip or something but that's a really spot on it is kind of spot except i will say the hippo penis is a little bit pointier no it's a lot pointier at the end it almost looks like a finger but they're huge the gooey duck looks like a cock for sure but yeah that is huge so Hmm. well again if i had to see it you had to see it what's fair is fair (sighs) gross here's here's a hippo penis attached yeah, why is it so pointy at the end? Hitting that G spot. <laughs> <laughs> also, I sent you another video yesterday. You didn't respond to me at all. Did you watch it with the sex therapist? No, I don't. I didn't watch that. Oh one. my god, you have to watch it. But okay. she has a pillow that resembles a vagina, and she's showing you like techniques of how to grind on that pillow. Not Fuck, how to yeah. grind on the pillow, but how like it is a vagina basically and like where you stick the finger to oh like the g spot how you can like educational educational but she's so soothing in her description i'm like i wish she would touch me (laughs) like i want to be a stand-in for that pillow someone please do this to me yeah well anyways apparently the gooey duck is pretty good the taste is what every piece of seafood should be praising its oceany flavor sweetness and clean vibrant snap and they even show like a fancy chef dish with gooey duck with cucumber, radish, grapefruit, and fried sage. I mean, I feel like if I don't see it, oh, that looks, yeah, that looks fine. If I don't see it coming out and moving like that, I'd probably be okay eating it. But the way this chick is eating it is disgusting. It's gross. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they're like, you have to like dig like three feet under the ground to get them. You got to like pull them out. Ew. Yeah. I mean, so like, what do you do? Do you three feet under the ground, put your hand there and just feel for a dick? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then grab it by like the shaft and How pull it out? How do you know that's where it's at too? I have so I many know. questions now. A top-notch gooey duck too weighs about two and a half pounds. It's pretty good. <laughs> so i don't know has anyone out there eaten gooey duck let us know yeah How i'm is interested it? is it tasty yeah like what what would you compare it to i mean it just said it tastes like how you want seafood to taste but what specific seafood they said they compared it to clams because i think technically oh. it is a clam right that's what I you said know. yeah because i like clams well then you might like but you know what the gooey duck i like i prefer the more fried than raw <laughs> so I don't know if I'd enjoy that. You can Google gooey duck eating 
And there's all kinds yeah, of Yeah, I'm sure that's where that woman is. I'm sure she's her video. It, it It is. It's a raw clam and it's as sweet as it gets. So apparently it's like sweet. You know, the ladies who do my nails, I see these two sisters and they're Cambodian and they gave me a spice that looks very similar to what this chick was dipping that stuff in and you eat it with apples and it was really freaking good. Oh, wow. And it has a little bit of a kick to it. It was excellent. I wonder if that's what the, she was using because it really looks like it now that I think about it. Do your nail ladies listen to uh, what's his name? Oh, shoot. <laughs> the only reason I know about this is because one of my friends told me about it and I was like, what? I probably don't even know it. And she was like, yeah, my nail ladies were like jamming out to this particular soy tiet. He sings like numbers. No. <laughs> He's like, 41, 42, 43. Nope. I don't know this. Yes. Oh, my God. No, they're usually listening to like. How old is he? 12? (laughs) He just sings numbers, apparently. Why? I have no idea. And how many views does that video have? Uh, I mean, it doesn't say because, you know, Instagram like blocked that. But like Snoop Dogg will post videos of him all the time singing too. I don't know. I think I was born with too many brains, I guess. <laughs> I just He's like an internet sensation right now. Soy tiet. So I went down a, a rabbit hole of watching reels on Instagram. Oh man. And mm-hmm. these people with their stupid dance routines, I just I'm like this is so I just don't like get TikTok? it. Like TikTok. It's the same thing, basically, but it's Instagram's version. Oh, okay. And I found, you know, your friend Addie dressed up like Stuart from Mad TV. Mm-hmm. For Halloween I, last yeah, year. <laughs> I sent my sister, it says what TikTokers look like to us now. And it's like, look what I can do. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. And that's exactly it. I'm like, I don't understand the need for everybody Maybe to see your shitty old. ass home video dancing. I don't. Maybe we're just getting old. I am. I'm. I've been getting old since I was <laughs> in my twenties because I don't understand most of the trends that happen. I think a lot of it is honestly, especially in like today's day and age, is out of fucking boredom. There's so many things that aren't closed or that aren't open. Yeah, but I like, mean, my that niece are is obsessed. She is dancing. 24 7 and it's just these weird like whipping movements and then the, mm-hmm. i'm like what is happening if i saw a kid in a grocery store i would think something's wrong with them but no that's just what they do nowadays. yeah i think honestly it's boredom i don't think tiktok would have gotten as popular as it did had it not been like the a thing COVID. to do during quarantine yeah hmm. i think it's boredom people get bored and they're like yeah, but why? It's a source of entertainment. Now, I did post uh, a a reel that I liked. It was for this song "Upside Down," and I was mesmerized by it. Where there was a boy on one side, a girl on one side, and they just did these like little head movements and stuff. I must have watched it a thousand times. I was like obsessed with it. But I, a lot of it made me buy the song because I like liked it. Right. But 
I, I yeah, I I've seen some where they're actually like dancers, like where it that's looks what they awesome. do for a living. Yeah, yes. where it looks really cool. I totally get it. Like I saw one that they did this whole hand movement thing, and there was five people, and it was mesmerizing again to like yeah. watch but you just have like your neighbors just doing this like <laughs> shitty ass like chest popping thing and i'm like not i would be embarrassed to, like, <laughs> i mean if i could make money off of singing numbers i'd do it you, know? you can just do it <laughs> just do it one two three no you need like a like a a mouse voice give your money to me yeah, <laughs> singing uh, so my friend tori sent me um a dm and he said since you girls are getting all hot and bothered on the subject of monster sex Ooh, Google- which by the way i have not finished my book damn it yeah it's only 56 pages yeah mine's 62 on the kindle well and i must have accidentally ordered like the large print <laughs> large print <laughs> book is like this book is ginormous <laughs> it's, it's like, like i'm a holding scroll. a newspaper when i'm reading it <laughs> it's chris funny. came in and the, <laughs> i was reading it he's like why the fuck is that so big i'm going blind honey yeah i can't see <laughs> mine i swear it's written like a high schooler wrote it it's it's tough for me to read, but I, I haven't gotten to the steamy parts yet. But she has seen Bigfoot is where I'm at. It's so <laughs> wait, she has seen Bigfoot? She saw man. Bigfoot's dick? No, she just saw him. Oh, okay. She saw him so far. That's all. Okay. But it's stupid. Her name's Betty. She's like this housewife who gives her man Yeah, sex. remember, she's fertile. She's so – and he, the Yeti and Bigfoot can smell her. <laughs> I mean – Anyway, so he goes, Google this fucked up fetish, and I'm probably not going to say this right, but it's the ovipositor fetish. O-V-I-P-O-S-I-T-O-R. So they want a woman to be ovulating, right? Well, you're not that wrong. Recently, this is an article on Vice that I found. So I'm just going to read it. Uh, Recently while on the internet looking at weird sex things, I came upon the gushing testimony of a young woman who had just discovered Primal Hardware's patented ovipositor, one of the most unusual and confronting sex toys I've ever heard of. Are you ready for this? Oh my gosh. Basically, it's a big dildo that lays goopy eggs molded from gelatin in the body cavity of your choice. What? People who've used it that are fans say the sensation of mushy extraterrestrial ovum slopping back out of them is a treat. What? So basically, there's there's pictures. So you're pretending that an alien jizzed in you? Uh, planted its egg inside of you. Oh, okay. So, so you're now pregnant with the alien? Yes, but I think like the sensation of pushing it out is what is the good thing. Thing. I don't know what to say. <laughs> it says the idea is to replicate the act of being impregnated with eggs, usually from an alien or insect. Insect. That's insect. Disgusting. What? This is worse than Bigfoot Yeti porn. This is insect. I've never looked at a fly and was like, mm, wonder what. Like, well, and how could an insect impregnate you? Like, that's 
I, it's got to be human sized, right? Yeah, so that's what I'm imagining. It has to be a human sized, like grasshopper or something. <laughs> Brain mantis. <laughs> Where do you buy this stuff? I mean, internet, of like, course. And, and does somebody inject it for you, or do you inject it yourself? Like, uh, well, here it says the toys are simply phallic shaped hollow tubes that can be used to insert gelatin eggs into oneself. There is a funnel-shaped hole in the bottom to receive the eggs, which are inserted one by one, forcing them up the tube and out the top. I mean, is this safe to put in your vagina? It must be. I mean, I'm sure they figured all that out. Is it like hypoallergenic? You know, I'm a little concerned here. (laughs) So the person who invented this said, let's face it, there are three things I will always sell, food, death, and sex. I tried food service and decided after managing three restaurants and owning one that it was the same thing day in and day out and it didn't look like that was going to change much death didn't really interest me i wanted something more something that breaks the monotony of people's day. like what is he doing well off of this is he <laughs> successful selling these eggs uh, it says right here what's the demand for this thing he, um, yes, do elaborate. Who the fuck is buying this? He says, I was creating one off custom commissions for people who couldn't find what they were looking for elsewhere. Then they became requested several times. And when I posted YouTube videos demonstrating them, the response was impressive. Tons of people wanted them. And while this is not a fetish of my own, I saw a potential for a unique product line. And then here it goes. Is there any danger? of putting these in your butt or vagina. Oh, my God. (laughs) Everything in moderation. We are not doctors, um, and they're not saying if it's safe or unsafe, but if you're allergic to gelatin, then you shouldn't. You shouldn't shove these things up your pussy. They also dissolve with body heat rather quickly. So you have to push them out right away? I don't know. Or do they let them, like, sit in there and marinate, and you're like, oh, I think Mr. Grasshopper, (laughs) I think I might be pregnant. (laughs) Perhaps you did it to me this time. Like, I'm just picturing the role playing for this. Like, first of all, you'd have to have a special type of partner to be like, yes, I'll do this for you or if you it's just not do it something yourself. you're. Well, I imagine it's more erotic to have somebody do it to you, right? Like, they dress up like an yes, alien. That's what I'm picturing that, oh. like, you know, you're a grasshopper. <laughs> I like, I prefer the grasshopper image. You have to have a very understanding partner if your partner is not into said uh, I, I egg think, erotica. I think my husband would divorce me if I asked him to insert insect eggs into my vagina or butt. So here's my scenario. The, the woman is laying in bed. In comes the giant grasshopper man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I'm here to fix your drain. And I must get on top of you and rub my legs. And, and implant you with and my implant eggs. implant you with my seed, my eggs. And then she's like, oh, yes. No, she's got to be like, no. eggs in me. <laughs> I'm just picturing like really like sheer curtains blowing in the wind. And she's like in a silk robe. Kind of like a little sweaty because it's the South, right? In my in my imagination. Oh my She's got lacy lingerie on. So the guy who wrote this article was interviewing the creator. So I love this. You will too. He says, I consider myself pretty open-minded, but I'm honestly still struggling to see the appeal in this. Can you try <laughs> one last sales pitch? <laughs> so the, the creator says, there are different perspectives of everything. And Avi Positors, I don't know why. 
I'm sure there's some reason it's called that. It makes sense. I don't know what it is, but he says they are no exception. Many like to envision an alien creature that wants its eggs inside you. It can be a little intimidating or off-putting to those who don't, do not fantasize about being the willing or unwilling host of alien beings inside them. It blurs the line of our own humanity to find sexual pleasure with something that is so far from human. And for some, just talking about it gets them wet. <laughs> well, not I, not, I, and the fly. Yeah, I'm not wet. <laughs> Actually dried up. Uh, yeah, I think I, um, yeah, if anything, it's the opposite. Okay, I can see actually where he's going with this for the alien because p- people we have found have like obsessions with aliens and, you know, mm-hmm. fetishes and things like that or thinking they've been abducted or wanting to be abducted or whatever or thinking they've had sex with an alien. So I could see the alien point over an insect. Yeah. Not that I would want to participate in any of it. I feel like I say this any every time, but what has happened in your life that you want insect sex? Or what has happened in your life where you want to pretend like an alien is coming in you? Hey, you know, my bee sting that oh, I got, goodness. maybe it implanted something and eventually I'm going to be all horned up over bees. Y'all want to have no idea how bad she has made me feel about this bee sting. <laughs> I have received several pictures. Several? You you received one. With their bruises around the sting. I and, need some sympathy from you. And I said, I feel bad. You're I supposed do. to be my best friend. And then she was like, no, you don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't want your I don't want your sympathy anymore. I'm just showing you it hurt. And it like finally it's gone. The skin is like peeled away from it there. Mhm. But I don't that there's something in there for a long time. You can still see where it stuck me. I feel bad. I shouldn't have made fun of you. One more time. I'm sorry now. <laughs> Oh, you're forgiven. I love you. So speaking of supportive partners. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I had gotten logged out of my Amazon and it's like under my husband's name or whatever, you know. And this is when I needed to order the Mothman book. Uh-huh. So I sent him a picture of it, not telling him anything else. And I said, can you order this book for me, please? <laughs> oh, God. And he said, oh, man. Sure, baby. Because <laughs> it's like, entitled Erotic Encounters with the Mothman, a Supernatural <laughs> Smut Party. <laughs> love how he's just willing to i said thank you haha you know whatever and then he sent me a screenshot and said what about this one (laughs) oh he's giving you suggestions then huh (laughs) bisexual mothman mailman makes a special delivery in our butts mothman mailman now he has a job (laughs) it shows like the oh my god Oh my god. What the hell? I have no idea. <laughs> and the author's name is Chuck Tingle. <laughs> Bisexual mothman mailman makes a special delivery in our butts. And six reviews, four and a half stars. I think this might be a good one to read. It's so funny too because the Mothman looks like this robot thing with like he's he's holding a package, glowing red eyes, wearing a mailman uniform, and then there's a guy that's half naked and a girl in a bra mm-hmm. and jeans. But like, what the hell? How did the, 
I just so can't. what like the Mothman's like. You know what? It's time I start making some money around here. I'm gonna go get a job. You know what I'm gonna be? I'm gonna be a mailman. <laughs> Times are tough as a moth man. <laughs> Times are real tough. <laughs> I have to get a real job. <laughs> I'm going to work for the Postal Service. <laughs> they have great benefits. I will be respected. I get a uniform. <laughs> Times are tough for the moth man. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally crying right now. Yeah, you know when I'm really laughing when you get that ugly, like, old lady smoker laugh from me. Oh, my God. But thank you, babe, for being so supportive (laughs) of me and my lifestyle. (laughs) This is who I am now. For not even questioning why I wanted an erotic Mothman novel (laughs) and even making a second suggestion for me. Oh my God. Thank you, honey. <laughs> I, I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> Times are tough for Mothman. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Like, he's seriously, his eyes are glowing red and they're like, we'll hire you. The people are going to love you in the neighborhood. Oh my God. We'll have to post a picture of this book cover. This one I want to I wanna read because I want to know, did they go through the interview process? Well, let's see. It is only uh, what's, $2.99. So. What's the title of it again? Bisexual Mothman Mailman Makes a Special Delivery in Our Butts. <laughs> In our butts. That has to be clarified. I mean, the Chuck Tingle is just at home like, oh, I know. I mean, how do you pick that specific job? Because it's a delivery? I don't know. I'm going to look it up on Amazon, see the the reviews. Oh, it's in my Amazon history. I've already looked it up. Ooh, there's now seven reviews. Somebody has has read it. Since I, since I uh, screenshotted that picture. Oh, my God. Cooper and his wife, Ivy, have been swamped with work, barely able to leave the house as they type away on their laptops in separate rooms. They typically find adventure in globetrotting travel, but with the arrival of a handsome new Mothman mailman... <laughs> <laughs> handsome? Named Indrid... <laughs> They suddenly find the adventure coming to them. Realizing that this handsome cryptid is flirting back, the couple soon begin to order more and more parcels. (laughs) (laughs) Culminating in an erotic bisexual delivery that's certain to bring some first-class stimulation to your package. I mean, what's even crazier is there's a publishing company that picks this up. (laughs) And then they create this cover. (sighs) I just... Ay, 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 ay. <laughs> One review. Wow, just wow. Honestly, let me tell you what. This book is out there. It's got some serious cringe erotica, but it's truly well written. <laughs> this was 37 pages of fun. I am so glad that I took the time to read this. I was 37 wondering... <laughs> pages. Oh, God. Might, might be worth the read. Yeah. 
<laughs> Another classic from Tingle. So apparently he's like a monster erotica known artist. As a Mothman enthusiast, <laughs> as a Mothman enthusiast, I was very excited when I saw this new addition to his library. Funny and horny all at the same time. Wow. I just want to read it. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I cannot with this. I'm literally crying right now. <sighs> well, honestly, that brings us into what today's episode is about. <laughs> it's about jobs you didn't know existed. So I didn't know there was a need for a Mothman Mailman. Mothman Mailman. <laughs> Job number one that we didn't know existed. I didn't know they were hiring Mothmen. They are very handsome ones. <laughs> very handsome ones with glowing red eyes. Handsome and horny. I mean, there's something about a man in a uniform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I what can't. What the hell? Well, my first weird job, there in, in Japan, there are people who are professional pushers. 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 Like shoving people? Like shoving people. It wow. makes sure that all its people reach work on time, and that's why Japan has employed people to push others onto trains so that nobody's late for work. And there's a picture of a professional pusher. He's literally just pushing people through the door. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I How want, much is he paid for this? I don't know that, but shit, I've I signed need to know, up. yeah, dollar sign for this. I'd love to push people all day. And then do you get in trouble if they trip? I don't know. Like, how hard do you shove them, you know? So they get on the damn train. <laughs> <laughs> um, A snake milker. Oh, I would not like this job. Snake milkers extract venom from some of the world's most dangerous snakes like rattlesnakes and cobras. The extracted venom is used to create anti-venom for hospital or laboratory use. So that's actually very important, mm -hmm. especially if you get bit by the snake. It can be sold for up to $1,000 per gram. So so let's go find some snakes, milk them, and sell it. Right. <laughs> yeah. You can milk anything. I got nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> was that from uh, meet, meet the, the parents meet the parents oh yeah something like yeah that. meet yeah. the parents the first one right this one i would never do a deodorant tester mm. i saw that one too like a sniffer yes you have to put your nose into other people's armpits i feel like with my history of having to sniff pants oh that you this would, would be, be right up my fucking alley yeah. yeah how much i don't know any of the the how much they make on any of this stuff. I'm very sorry. I guess I did a shitty job of researching. Well, that's okay. I'll forgive you for it. Thank you. <laughs> but this picture of the woman with her nose. In the armpit. <laughs> Not oh, okay. Me. Here, I pulled this up too. Okay, so they're also called odor judges, and they perform odor tests to rate the effectiveness of hygiene products like soaps and body washes, deodorant, and mouthwashes. Depending on what products are being studied... Judges smell subjects' armpits, feet, or breath and rate their odors on a scale from 1 to 10. During one odor tester's 15-year career, she sniffed approximately 5,600 feet <laughs> and an indeterminate number of armpits, for which she won the, the Guinness World Record for most feet and armpits sniffed. Why is that even a record? Who cares? I, and it doesn't say how much money either, but that makes sense. Like if you're suave, you know, degree, mm -hmm. you're selling deodorants, like, yeah, you need to know if it's working. But couldn't you just have people test it them on themselves? But you don't smell yourself the same way somebody else smells well, you. Well, I smell you today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Maybe I need a professional sniffer. Come over here, girl. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so this one I thought was weird. A professional bridesmaid. Ah, like 17 dresses. What's the name of that? 21 dresses. 21 dresses. Heigl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Professional bridesmaid Jen Glantz is the co-founder of Bridesmaid for Hire, a company that offers undercover bridesmaids and personal assistant type services to brides and their wedding parties. Essentially, I'm there as the bride's personal assistant and on-call therapist. I help (laughs) her manage and execute her personal to-do list of tasks, which can be over 100 tasks long. She charges anywhere from 300 to 2,000 per wedding. Isn't that what a fucking maid of honor is Mm -hmm. for? But if you don't have any friends. I guess. I personally think, though, if you need a therapist on your wedding day, here's my thought. One, you might be marrying the wrong person mm-hmm. if you're that freaked out about it. Two, maybe you shouldn't be getting married because you're neurotic. <laughs> Three, it's a wedding. Relax. Right. It's all going to be okay. Well, and it, my thought is, too, if you don't have any friends per se, and that's fine. If you don't want to. You don't have to. Why are you having a wedding? Why wouldn't you just go like elope, just the two of you somewhere, go to a courthouse, like or whatever? You don't. Why ha- would you need to hire somebody? Wait, but you don't need to have bridesmaids and groomsmen. Like you no. don't have to do yeah. that. So I don't know. I think of the movie The Wedding Ringer. I think that's the name of it with Kevin Hart, and yeah. he plays a groomsman. He gets hired, or maybe he's the best man, but he gets hired to do that. It's actually a really funny movie because the guy doesn't have enough close friends so he gets the whole wedding the guy side of the wedding party because the girl has a bunch of friends whatever but i'm like it's not that serious no i mean i don't even remember my friends weddings who stood up in their wedding i don't think anybody really pays that much attention right if you need to hire, i not, was in your wedding you were yes you're my number two <laughs> well my sister was my i know it's okay <laughs> i love your sister she should your sister should always be your maid of honor for sure unless you're not close well yeah but that girl's my ride or die right the yeah, two of you, you man i freaking love you all right here's one for you oh boy <laughs> pet food taster fuck yeah Whoever came up with this job must be a true blue animal lover or someone who likes a true weird tasting food. So, your annual salary is thirty-four grand a year. Sign me up. I'll take that as a part-time job. Yeah. Um, Fuck yeah. And it says that's like your minimum. You can even make up to a hundred grand a year. Oh, Gina, I what missed my the calling. Fuck, have you been doing with your life? <laughs> I missed my calling. Little did I know when I was eight years old putting that dog food kibble in my pocket and munching on it that I could have made a lucrative career out of it. You still can. There's still time. Anyone need to hire me for <laughs> tasting dog food? If Mothman, if Mothman can get a job as a mailman, you too can get a job. <laughs> I can live out my dreams. Yeah. I was watching TV last night and on Tosh.0, he's having um, a cat food eater he's like the like he has all these youtube videos and stuff on mm-hmm. his show coming up and i was like there's people like gina out there fuck yeah <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> well get your uh i don't know about do you to need, get paid do you, think you need a license for that i don't know but i'm gonna find out yeah. i'm get paid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. here's an interesting one iceberg mover what <laughs> Iceberg Mover became a profession after the disastrous sinking of the Titanic in 1912. Oh. The International Ice Patrol, IIP, 
which was founded a year later, is operated by the U.S. Coast Guard. It tracks the location of icebergs and provides safe routes around them. If necessary, the iceberg will be towed out of the area. Mm. Doesn't say how much money, though. A professional foreigner. A foreigner? Uh Uh-huh. Oh. Some Chinese companies will pay men $1,000 a week to don a business suit and shake hands with Chinese businessmen, while others will hire foreigners to attend real estate events and pose as celebrities. $1,000 per day? It says a week. Oh, per week. Still, that's a lot. Yeah, if like all as a you part-time have to do is just gig, dress nice and show up and be foreign. <laughs> but you can just be American or American or whatever. But I'm saying like in China, you can be American. You can be your damn self. I could pretend I'm a celebrity and get paid like extra. Extra, extra. Yeah. You said, I am Mothman, the mailman's bitch, and I'm a <laughs> certified dog food tester. I don't know if I, even for a thousand, no, a hundred thousand dollars a year, I don't know if I could eat wet dog food. I mean, I would have a hard time with the wet, but the dry, the crunchy, I could do it. Which is probably, the dry is probably worse, don't you think? Because Like of what it has to have in it to keep it dry and in one know, piece? I don't know, necessarily. They, don't they just like dehydrate it or bake it or whatever? I mean, if you're talking about like the dog treats like the chicken jerky, but if you're talking about like those pieces of kibble. You know what? I'm going to have to research how dog food is made. <laughs> A professional mourner. Mm. Professional mourners attend funerals and grieve for the deceased. A company in England called Rent-A-Mourner specializes in the industry, offering mourners for two hours for roughly $70. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't like that either. I cry. That would be so sad. Mm -hmm. I cry at funerals even if I don't know the people. I think about their life and then, oh, look who they left behind. Not my jam. No, me neither. That would be so sad. I wouldn't – I would be like – the day that I had to go, I'd be like, I don't want to do this. I don't yeah. like. You can keep your 70 bucks. Yeah. I wouldn't want to. And we do can that. go out for coffee after if you just need somebody to talk to, but I can't attend the funeral. Right. With you. Maybe, maybe they do it for people who don't have a lot of people attending and they feel bad. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I personally couldn't do it either, though. Mm-mm. A chicken sexer. I saw that one too. <laughs> Doesn't that like work off of intuition? Because all chickens have like a co- cochlea or whatever, right? I don't know. You you seem to know a lot more about chicken genitalia well, I than I do. I grew up on a farm. <laughs> oh, now you grew up on a farm. Mm-hmm. I, I did. Just well, my grandparents were uh-huh. farmers. Yeah. So I grew up and I spent so much time over there. I don't know. This one, there's a picture of it and it just looks like they are literally tipping the chicken upside down. And I swear that it's done by intuition because there's actually, because they're like asexual chickens are, right? So they all just have like a cochlea or whatever. Co- cochlea? I swear I know what I'm talking about. The easiest way to determine the sex of an adolescent chicken is by examining the feathers on the bird's neck. A female chicken has rounded feathers and a male has pointed feathers. Mm, okay, I'm wrong. There's Well, there's more methods here. So that was just one of them. They're, they have a vent of the chick? What is that? I don't know. Okay, so venting is where you squeeze the baby chick until the feces are expelled and their inner parts can be seen. Here's oh. your cochlea thing. Mm-hmm. It says once the inner parts are visible, a small bulb will be visible within the cloaca. Coca. If the, the cochlea. Chick is, 
I don't know. I think you're adding extra word letters in there. <laughs> if the chick is a male, even the most experienced may miss this small bulb. So it certainly takes years of practice to get this method down. So you are right on that. They also have different colors of their combs. Whatever. I'm over this chicken shit. <laughs> so you were right, though. Thank you. You're welcome. I know something about my chickens. You know your animal anatomy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know whether I should be proud about that or not. Well, I'm proud of you. Thank you. A dog surfing instructor. Oh, I think that would be so fun. If you can surf. I've tried to surf and I just get knocked in the head with the board and I've <laughs> eaten the sand on the bottom. I've actually never tried to surf. It's, it's on my hard. bucket list. It's hard. Well, at certain ocean resorts... There are people you can pay to teach you and your dog to surf. Some locations even offer classes strictly just for dogs. Mm, I think that's pretty cool. I love when you see those videos of dogs that are skateboarding. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you see that viral video of the guy skateboarding or I don't know what board he's riding, uh, listening to Fleetwood Mac and drinking cranberry juice? Oh, uh (laughs) uh-huh. Living his best life. Awesome. I love it rental boyfriend oh my goodness if you have the money finding a boyfriend is as easy as it gets i don't really know what all the boyfriends will do but it sure sounds fun to go to your family function you tell your your parents you have a boyfriend and you don't so you rent one yeah but then you have to rent the same one each time no you can just be like i'm just plowing through these men (laughs) you mind your own business grandma Oh so three hundred and sixty-four dollars a day. That's that's, not... that's like down to the dime. <laughs> like three hundred and sixty-four. Yeah. Don't not three sixty-five. Nope. Not three sixty-three. Don't try to round that shit up. Three hundred sixty-four. Sixty-four. Sixty-five. Sixty-six. Y'all can cut us off today. It's fine. <laughs> Just nope. made me. Nope. We got at least another 15 minutes with you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here's one that I would love to do. Panda nanny. Oh, I know. Have you? Okay. This is a YouTube video where you listen to pandas eating like carrots <laughs> or their bamboo. It's the, I love, like I'll feed my dog chips just to hear him crunching it. Like it's, an ASMR thing. Yes. It's so cute. I have so many of those panda eating videos saved to my Facebook. Well, this would be the job for you I too, would then. love it. In 2014, the Giant Panda Protection and Research Center in China's Sichuan announced its- Sichuan. Sichuan announced its worldwide search for panda cub caretakers. Contenders face several oh, elimination rounds, including a top 500 list, top 50 list, top 10 list, and a final media event competition before getting the gig. Wow. That's intense. Yeah. Your work has only one mission, spending 365 days with the pandas and sharing in their joys and sorrows. Oh, I would I, love that. But me too. I want to be able to live at home. Yeah, like take the panda home. Yeah. Bathe the panda, snuggle with the panda, read to the panda. Oh, they can be kind of mean though, too, can't they? I think if it's a cub, though, I don't think they're they're mean. Yeah, but they're gonna grow. Yeah, but if they grow with you as their caretaker, Dude, they're gonna love you. You can put that in your front seat, mm-hmm. carpool lane. Yeah, <laughs> like it's me and panda. <laughs> oh, 
vomit cleaner. Oh, no. Some roller coasters dip, rise, and turn at such crazy angles that mm-hmm. your breakfast is bound to come out the wrong way. Amusement park owners knew this fact, and thus the job came into being. I'm all set. Why would anyone do this job? Free rides. I'm all fucking set. Me too. Not a job I would do. Keep I would free rides. I would be cleaning up vomit all day because I would see vomit, then I'd Me puke. Too. Even my own children, who I love more than life itself, when I have to clean their puke when they're sick, it's a very hard for me. Yeah. And I mean, they're my kids. Yeah. Let but alone some fucking stranger. The other day, so I got my son uh, a teething tube. Have you seen those? No. They're like probably six to eight inches long they're rubber it's hollow and then one end of it has grooves so they chew on it when they're teething mm-hmm. so, so just like a teething ring but a tube yeah so okay. he's had it since he was probably like four or five months old so he knows that he doesn't stick it like far into his mouth so he doesn't puke well the other day he had he was in his little walker cart <laughs> oh, no. and he had we had uh eggs sausage toast then he had had yogurt and then he had had milk <laughs> and he shoved no. that tube down his throat and then he looks at me and he's like ooh, ooh. and i'm like oh no oh no it was like projectile vomit from oh, the exorcist no. and i looked at maddie i'm like i don't even know what to do first so i did like i picked him up and cleaned him up first obviously but then then maddie had to clean everything else up but it was like I've never seen puke like that. Yeah. Only in the movies. It's like somebody put like a vomit machine next to his mouth and just. When my oldest daughter was young, she had one of those loft beds, you know, that was like a desk underneath mm-hmm. or whatever. And she was sick and she didn't feel good. So I came into her room and it, I was going to bring her a trash can to leave out the bed because it's you got to go down the stairs. It's mm-hmm. a long way. Before I could even do that, she leaned right over the top of that loft bed and just <laughs> all, just dropped to the floor and oh, splattered splatters. everywhere. That's yeah. the worst, too. You're finding that splatter for days oh, yeah. after. I was like, well, there's that. Mm-hmm. Another reason why you don't have a loft bed. Well, here's a fun one. A professional mermaid. Oh. <laughs> I'd probably like that, but I don't know. Like, do you have a device you wear to help you stay underwater long? Or you just have to, like... I think you just have to, like, dress and, like, flop around in a pool. Yeah, but you'd have to be underwater at some point. At some point in time. Professional mermaids can make a decent amount of money performing at parties and teaching others how to swim like a mermaid. They typically charge $300 per hour at birthday parties. But becoming a licensed mermaid (laughs) and learning how to start your own mermaid business is pricey. Montreal-based company Aqua Mermaid charges entrepreneurs $3,800 for a five-day training course. Man, they're the real winners here. Mm-hmm. Charging people almost four grand a freaking day for this, or no, for total, four grand for a five-day training course? Fuck. That's a lot. Yeah, fuck being a mermaid. You just do the mermaid training. Mm-hmm. Then you don't have to actually go to the parties. Exactly. You got your Saturdays free. Right. But that would be an awesome job to have because you would have to stay in really good shape. Yeah. Nobody wants a <laughs> love handle. You know mermaid. what? Actually, no. Uh-uh. That's not true. There's something out there for everybody and everybody is beautiful. So might be. Yeah, but you're a mermaid. You are working out constantly. Swimming. You would not have an ounce of fat on your body if you are a real Mermaid. mermaid. How did mermaids have sex? 
Have you ever thought about that? Maybe there's like a hole that opens up. One of their gills just yeah. like some bubbles come out. <laughs> this one is weird to me. I don't understand the reason for it, but an electric shock giver. Oh. In Mexico, dudes are carrying this small wooden box that these electric shocks go out. Why they do it, there's people who go out to the pubs. They get hammered and they feel like if they undergo this torture of these electric shocks that it sobers them up. I mean, that's interesting. If you want to torture people, job for you. Yeah. That or the shoving one. I mean, I don't want to torture people, but I do want to shove them. (laughs) All right. Here's one you can sign me up for, too. Professional TV watcher. Mm -hmm. Professional TV watcher is a real job, but it's not necessarily as easy as it sounds. According to an article, pro TV watchers usually scan through different shows and news clips and find the right clips that can be used on a television show or news program. The article also says when Jimmy Kimmel was looking for a TV watcher back in 2005, his show was offering pay of $500 to $600 per week. Still, that's not bad. Not bad to sit on your ass and do nothing, basically. $2,400 a month? I'm here for it. Yeah. So on the heels of that, there is a job called a Netflix tagger. So Netflix hires part-time employees to watch TV shows and movies and tag them with genres. Uh, Yeah, I watch more than enough Netflix. Yeah. That that this one signed me up for, I really should look into it. I'm here for it too. I've watched a lot of shit on Netflix too. Uh, you know, you're like, oh my God, why did I watch this? But that would be a good one. Yeah, that would be a really good one. A fortune cookie writer. Mm. You will get paid to predict the future. Or at least to write witty one-liners that will get stuffed into sweet, crunchy cookies. The CEO of fortune cookie producer Wonton Food told the Boston Globe that the company periodically hires freelance writers to come up with new sayings to add to its extensive archive of fortunes. Have you ever gotten a really shitty fortune? Yes. Those people were just angry that day. The worst one I ever got was, you love Chinese food. Wow. wow. Brilliant. You really came out left field with that one. <laughs> this is another one I could get behind, but voiceover work. I knew this existed, but I didn't know. For just five minutes of dubbing audio for cartoons and commercials, you could earn $325. You could even like if you're an amateur, you can make up to $80,000 a year. Oh my gosh. We have all the equipment. What are we waiting for? What are we doing with our lives? You have three jobs now you need to apply for. Panda cuddler or panda whatever. What was it? Yep. Panda cuddler essentially. Dog food taster. And what was the other one? Watching TV. Oh, yeah, watching TV. And now voiceover, so that's four. Yeah. Well, I could be, I could do the mermaid thing too. (laughs) (laughs) I would pay to have you be a mermaid at my party. Thank you. I'll splash around in the kiddie pool. No, I'd have a real big pool where I could see you underwater and I'd make you hold your breath for 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) A gumologist. Ooh, is this where you just test out different gums? Uh I would like this one too, but man, your jaw would be sore. You get good practice in. Your husband would be happy. For chewing? Strong jaw. Oh, God. That's a stretch now, Gina. You are stretching that one out. 
You'd have a tired jaw. You'd get locked jaw. Gumologists taste gum and review new products and developments for chewing gum companies. They play a crucial role, especially in designing new flavors. Gumologists need to have the ability to distinguish over 70 ingredients from a pack of gum. Wow. I don't think I could do that. 70 ingredients? No. I'd be like, grape and gum. That's... Anywhere from thirty-seven grand to a hundred and seven grand per year, depending on experience. I mean, especially like if they could just send you the stuff and you get to do it in your own free time and just like send it in via email. Sign me up. Yeah, same. Here's another one to sign me up for: a fake Asian specialist. A what? Fake Asian. Vacation, like fake a fake Asian. vacation. Literally, you do nothing at all. The only job requirement is to lounge about in summer clothing while reading, sleeping, listening to music, or staring off into space. In other words, get paid to live your life. It's for a travel agency. Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. How, like, do you need to take a picture or what? I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these fucking sign me up for. Mm-hmm. Where have I gone wrong in my life? Yeah, what's with this punching in, punching out, yeah. driving, getting out of bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm over it. All right, I have a disgusting one, but you know, we here you're here for some of that too, okay? Tear the disgusting mm-hmm. ones. I am. Barnyard masturbator. What? No. <laughs> Is, oh, no. <laughs> if you love animals, you might consider becoming a dog walker, zookeeper, or even a marine animal trainer. The last job that will come to mind, though, is a barnyard masturbator, a job that requires giving farm animals a different kind of love, Ugh. which is pretty much borderline bestiality. To put it not so eloquently, you'll spend your day giving farm animals hand jobs all in the name of artificial insemination. <laughs> Let's face it, it can be a lot of hard work. Uh, Gross. I mean, I know they do that with horses a lot mm-hmm. um, because people want thoroughbred horses mm-hmm. and things like that. And they do a lot of artificial insemination with horses. But dude, horses have big cocks. Yeah, Can imagine, you imagine your imagine having a, your biceps would be huge and your forearms. Yeah, like you have like a Popeye and, arm. Yeah. Um, I'm all set on this job though. I could not do it. Have you started doing steroids? No, I'm just a professional horse jerker offer. <laughs> I could not no. do this. I don't like that. Gross. I do like this one, however. NASA occasionally hires people to participate in bed rest studies. In one study, <laughs> People were paid $5,000 a month to stay in bed for 87 days straight. Participants are set up with a TV, computer, and video game console and are allowed visitors. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's almost three months. So fifteen grand. Yeah. Sign me up. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope we give you guys some good suggestions on new things to do, especially during quarantine. There's a shit ton of stuff you can do without leaving yeah. home. Or if you're, yeah, you're looking for a new job. Looking to masturbate some horses. Looking to clean up puke. Yeah. Looking to be a mermaid. Mm-hmm. Taste that dog food, but get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Push people. Yeah. Who knew that these jobs existed? You're welcome. If you're sitting at your desk right now at your nine to five and you're thinking, you know what? I'm over this lifestyle. We have just given you some options. I've always wanted to smell people's armpits. Here's my calling. 
Yeah. We helped you out. If you're a moth man and you didn't know you could become a male man. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm going to pee my pants. <laughs> if you're a moth man and you're listening and you're like, I'm just tired of not pulling my weight around here. Yeah. You can deliver packages. The USPS is hiring. <laughs> here is your opportunity. Or FedEx. You might need to get you know. some eye drops, lessen a little bit of that red, <laughs> go in every day. They might think that you're just a big pot smoker. FedEx, UPS, they could all be hiring. Mm-hmm. And then you can deliver stuff in people's butts. <laughs> <laughs> we have problems. So next week, it is our true crime. True crime. I have mine all set. This story is so freaking crazy to me on so many levels. I can't even begin to explain it to you. I had mine all set, and then Melinda was like, bitch, I already covered that one. (laughs) And we usually don't tell each other, but you had an inkling that you may have. Well, because not only do I watch so many true crime shows on my own, Mm -hmm. like for my own, you know, like fun, we've done so many true crime episodes now. Sometimes I watch and I'm like, wait, did we go over that already? Yeah. And sometimes I'll even text you, Uh but I was watching this one. I was like, ooh, I like this. And And I was was surprised that it's ever really happened to us, honestly. But it it happened. And then I do have some homework for you Um, on American Marriage. I think that's the name of it. Came out with Chris Watts. Have you watched it? I did. Okay. And it's heartbreaking. That whole story is so heartbreaking to me. Shanann, right? Shanann Watts, Chris Watts. Yeah. If you have any topics you want us to cover, any stories you want to throw in, because honestly, I think after our true crime, we're due for a mixed bag of nuts. So I have so many listener stories I want to get to. Send in your stories, blondemomentspodcast at gmail.com. You can slide in our DMs. We love all the DMs we get from you guys. You guys are the freaking best, mm-hmm. man. I get so much entertainment and enjoyment from reading and responding to our DMs. So yes, we're here for it. Also, we want to thank everybody for participating in our giveaway. That was awesome. Yes. Thank you for all the love and support y'all and showed. We'll definitely be doing it again for sure, too, because we had fun with it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to end on our little blonde joke. Hopefully, it's not one I've told before. <laughs> <laughs> what do blondes and dog poo have in common? Oh, boy. The older they get, the easier they are to pick up. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Screw you, blonde joke creator. Hey, dried old dog poo is easier than fresh wet dog poo to pick up. So you're comparing us to dried up dog shit? We're not old yet. We're not old yet. (laughs)